Hi, neighbor. Welcome to the Anchors of Encouragement podcast. Since I'm just beginning this conversation with you, I wanted to take a few of our first episodes and answer the following question. What are Anchors of Encouragement? You're going to hear me talking about biblical guidance, self-awareness, and healthy boundaries. These are my three main anchors. These three anchors are supported by the main anchor of the podcast, which is encouragement. These are the core principles of this podcast. In today's episode, let's look at one of these anchors so you can have a better understanding of what it means. Let's dig in. Today, I would like to talk about the healthy boundaries anchor. Are you stressed? Overwhelmed? Are there times when you find it hard to breathe? Maybe you should tell yourself to take a hike. Hi, neighbor. Welcome to Anchors of Encouragement. I'm Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, Bible class teacher, and the persistent encourager. Did you finally realize your dream of having a family only to have your happily ever after turn into a nightmare? Have you ever been told you're failing your kids? Life can be tough. Storms in life are inevitable, but there are ways to remain anchored when life knocks the wind out of you. In Anchors of Encouragement, my mission is to throw adoptive parents a lifeline and be your anchor, to teach you biblical solutions for modern day problems so that you can weather the storms of life too. If you're ready for real and raw talk that leads to peace beyond comprehension so you not only survive but thrive in life's storms, This podcast is for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Healthy boundaries can be a challenge to establish. It's easy to neglect yourself. When you give, give, and give until you have nothing more to give, it doesn't do anyone any good, let alone yourself. Those of us who are selfless and want to do things for other people, to be encouragers to other people, It's easy to get into this mindset trap. I believe one of the solutions to this mindset trap is to practice what I call selfish selflessness. Those of us who are selfless, who want to do things for other people, we really need to take a step back and think about what that's actually doing to us and to the people we want to help because it's not doing anyone any good if we have nothing more to give. I believe it's possible to step into a healthy boundary. Now, what do I mean by that? I have a couple of quotes that I would like to share to help explain this concept better. The first comes from Thomas Jefferson. I really love this quote. He was such a gifted wordsmith. And here's what he said. Walking is the best possible exercise. Habituate yourself to walk very far. We talk so much today about establishing good habits. And I love how he put this. Habituate yourself to walk very far. He's saying walking is a good habit to establish. Now, let me share the context of this quote to help understand exactly what he's talking about. He says, the object of walking is to relax the mind. You should therefore not permit yourself even to think while you walk, but divert your attention by the objects surrounding you. Walking is the best possible exercise. Habituate yourself to walk very far. I have another quote as well. This one comes from Seneca. He said, we should take wandering walks so that the mind might be nourished and refreshed by the open air and deep breathing. I know whenever I'm having trouble catching my breath, if I can just get outside for a while, I can be refreshed. So I want to encourage you to step into this healthy boundary. You also might think of it this way. 
I want to encourage you to step into solitude. Whenever I'm stressed or overwhelmed or find it hard to breathe, I step into solitude. I escape to a literal healthy boundary, a dirt path in my yard. I don't know what my neighbors think about this. One of them said, well, I see you outside walking your dogs. Another neighbor sent me a text one day after I was walking and he said, I'm praying for you, Tim. I don't know what kind of vibe I was putting out there, but that was okay. I I could tell he cared, but that's not going to stop me. I'm going to keep walking. There are too many benefits to it, even if my neighbors might look at me kind of strange. One of the things I really enjoy about it, it's time in nature. I love listening to nature. I walk around the top of my property. Unfortunately, I'm still close enough to the road that I can hear traffic. But I try not to focus on that. Instead, I like to focus on the birds. They serenade me every time I go out there to walk. It's really cool to listen to them. Just before I recorded this episode, I went outside for a walk. I like to clear my head and collect my thoughts. It rained this morning and was still drizzling, but I really don't mind that. I wear this large hat that protects my head from the sun, and I love hearing the sound of rain through the trees. Even when it had stopped raining, you could still hear the sound of the drops of rain uh, falling from leaf to leaf. I just really find that relaxing. Now, I also have some companions from nature who walk with me. I like to take my dogs on these walks. We have some of the best conversations. Neither of us say a word. We just walk around the yard. My cat also likes to walk with me. This is rather funny. He will run up ahead of me and just plop himself down in the middle of the path. And he waits for me. I know what he wants. As soon as I get there, he wants me to pet him. But here's the game we play. I will put my boot on his body, and he will even let me put my boot on his head. And I just gently rub it back and forth. As soon as I'm done and start walking again, he'll run up at about another 50 feet and plop down in the path again. And we play this a few times. It's just, it just cracks me up. I've even been known to walk with other animals. One night I was walking with my dog and I looked off in the distance and there was a deer walking down my path. She was walking on the path. She had seen me well before I saw her. She got pretty close and then my dog saw her and he didn't bark but he kind of made a a move toward her and she ran away. Well, I thought that was it. But the next day I'm out walking and here she comes again. And it got to the point where she would walk all the way up to me and she would let me pet her. That was just amazing. I couldn't believe it. I have video to prove it if you ever want to see it. I also remember a time years ago when I was in college. One night in the winter, it had snowed. And I remember asking a friend of mine if she would like to walk around campus. So there we are, the two of us, walking around with no one else outside, no cars. And I remember how quiet it was. The snow had muffled all the sounds. And it was so peaceful. It really is something to just get out in nature and enjoy it. I always feel better after I'm done. Now, typically when I walk around the property, it's only around 20 to 30 minutes, but that's just enough time to really do a lot of good. Let me share with you three benefits that I've experienced from walking. Number one, it's a stress reliever. Number two, it's healthy. It's a healthy boundary. It's the best possible exercise for your mind, body, and soul. And number three, it gives you time to catch your breath. I also want to share a bonus benefit with you. When you step out into solitude, this will relax you. 
As we wrap up this episode, I would like to say something to adoptive parents. Speaking from experience, it's easy to neglect yourself, especially if you're dealing with adoption trauma. Adoption trauma can be a roller coaster. There are so many ups and downs. And the thing you forget is you do have a choice. You can get off for a while. It's good for your health and your child's health. It's necessary to step away, even if it's just for a short time. Walking is one of the best boundaries you can create for yourself. Whether you are an adoptive parent or not, I believe you can see the benefits of stepping into solitude. Let's get to our daily doable. Establish healthy boundaries for yourself. Listen to Thomas Jefferson. Habituate yourself to walk very far. It's a habit that doesn't cost you anything except your time, but I believe it's time well spent. That's all for this episode. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now. If this podcast has given you the courage and confidence to face storms in your life, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Tim Maudlin. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group, Anchors of Encouragement. So until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.